I'm Alexander for the Interzone Network. I want to tell you about newest sponsor, Cross Grand. They're here for all your needs. Videography, photography, weddings, corporate events. Give them a call, 314-719-6593. 314-719-6593. That's Cross Grand, located in the Dutch Town neighborhood. Sometimes you got to cross the street. You might have to cross Grand. This is In The Zone. Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Uh, because it takes all of us, right? And again, they're doing a lot of great stuff. They, yeah, some of them make bonehead mistakes, but <laughs> also when you do good, you deserve to get applauded. So that's why I started my Dune Award, and I love awarding someone or organization each and every week. Right on, Kelsey. I appreciate you doing things like that. Hey, you know, in leading the way. I love it. Thank you so much, and thanks for having me. And props to you all, too, for just... A wonderful platform. I love coming on this show, and I hope St. Louis knows what they got in you. On the In the Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You are listening to the In the Zone Network. This is it. City to city, state to state, you listen to the Amazon Network. Palmer Alexander, the living legend KIL. One Ellen Kim, but kiss still kill. Joining me back in the studio is Josh Price of the Price Check, busting down the Western Conference. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with this. <laughs> hey man, look, it's always it's always fun when we when we can you know do this the crossover segments, man. You know, always fun. All right, so uh, the other day I was watching the Phoenix Suns play, and I think a lot of people wasn't really taking them serious. They made it to the finals, and Listen, I've been watching Chris Paul play since Wake Forest. Right. Uh, we we both watched Devin Booker career since since he's been a rookie, and I tell you what, both of those guys take on each other character. But as a team, uh, they play some of the best team basketball. And then I was just watching the way DeAndre Aiden is now able to handle the basketball, which shows me that makes them even more dangerous because they can play pick and roll any place they want. Yeah, so there was a point last season, and I can't necessarily pinpoint any specific game, but there was a point where you went from seeing Chris Paul game to game getting very frustrated with DeAndre Aiden to then DeAndre Aiden kind of flipping the switch. Um, and to me, he was the the key piece, even more so than Chris Paul, to their run last year because, especially in the West, when you're going up against Anthony Davis, Nikola Jokic, and, and the bigs that you have to get through out there, um, he gives them a both a physical presence down low, but also a big that is versatile enough to not only play defense in the way that they need, but then offensively, whether it's stepping out and hitting a mid-range jump shot or running those pick and rolls with, you know, Book and uh, Chris Paul. He's just, he's much more malleable and and versatile than what he looked as though he was going to be his rookie year. And a lot of that, of course, due to having a leader like Chris Paul on your team. Um, And you also got to give some credit to Monty Williams. 
Monty Williams, you know, coach of the year last year. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was coach of the year again this year. They're, they're the best team in the West. It's clear. Um, I also, if I had to, if I had to make a pick of who's coming out the Western Conference right now, it's probably them. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with that at all. Even though I, I love Golden State, and we're going to talk about them next. Um, yeah, I mean, just look at the way that that team has come together. Yeah. And um, they haven't even really got a chance to see uh, James Wiseman get back into uh, the mix. But Andrew Wiggins has uh, started to look like a number one draft pick. And I think the thing about him, he can always play well on both ends. But I think the fact that he's shooting a three at this clip is really the thing that shows me this guy has – the whole package now. Well, yeah, and he is—he is essentially assuming the—he's basically assuming the Harrison Barnes role from that first Warriors run. Uh, he's not necessarily got to be your go-to scorer, but if you need him to pop for twenty a night, he probably can do that for you. Um, he's not the best defender on the floor, but he's a capable defender. Um, he's just. You can see the difference between being a number one pick and having to play with all that pressure in Minnesota versus just being able to fit in and be a, a player on a team in Golden State. That's been a night and day difference for him. Uh, and credit to Golden State also, they've taken the time to really develop what he is good at versus just leaving him to, to kind of figure it out. And so Golden State, uh, they they did what I thought they would around the time that Clay came back, where you know took a little bit of a, a rough patch, where you know drop a couple, you know trying to figure out the rotations, things like that. That was going to happen. Um, you got to figure out your lineups and trying to get Clay incorporated after being out for two years. Basically, you want to make sure that uh, you're getting him up to speed while not taking too much away from the guys that have contributed so far. And so now I think they're kind of finally starting to get that mix right. Um, and it's going to be special to see, man. Like, if we if we really can get a Golden State-Phoenix, you know, Western Conference Finals or just a playoff matchup at some point, um, that could be one of the one of the best series of the playoffs that we've seen in the past few years. Yeah, that is something that me, a big fan of basketball, I want to see that matchup. Um, because, in, in my opinion, they played the best basketball in the West. There's still a lot of great teams in the West, not to disparage any of the others, but front and center, it's, it's either going to be Golden State or Phoenix, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, you know, right now it's definitely one of those two teams coming out. Um, Memphis is a team that I, I can't quit watching. At the same time, I think, you know, Arlington and I were kind of talking about this before the show. They're playing with house money this year. Um, do I expect them to be in the Western Conference Finals? Not necessarily. Um, would I be shocked if they got there? No, I wouldn't. I, I think they're a really good team. Jabba Rant is, you know, having a hell of a year. Uh, to me, he should be an MVP candidate, and I, I wouldn't argue against him being the front runner for MVP at this point, given the expectations for Memphis and where he has them. I mean, they're very clearly the third best team in the West, and I didn't think they would even be a top seven team coming into the season. And I know you're not buying stock in the Utah Jazz. No. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> still not. Yeah. My, my financial advisor has 
has given me uh, a lot of a lot of information on the the ups and downs of Utah, and we're going to go ahead and still clear them for, for the foreseeable future. Now, the, a story that came out of Utah this week that, of course, Donovan Mitchell has now refuted, but we keep hearing these issues or rifts between him and Rudy Gobert. Don't be surprised if very soon they have to make a choice between which one they want to keep. And I've seen rumors that the Knicks have interest in in Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is probably everything the Knicks need, really. Look, if if Donovan Mitchell went to New York, um, even if, you know, you look at Utah the past couple years, it's basically been a lot of, you know, first and second round losses. You give a second round loss to the Knicks right now. That's that's just as good as a championship at this stage. And, and he has that sizzle. Yeah, he has he has the star power in terms of just how he carries himself and how he plays to where Madison Garden would love Madison Square Garden would have love having a guy like him to root for. And unfortunately, after Utah, I don't see none of these other teams being legit contenders. Uh, for for being a champion coming out of the West, but I do want to talk about the Lakers, and so um, they they've had their ups and downs, and I don't think the experiment is, has worked, and we can all see that. Right. But the one thing that I want to talk to you about in particular is THT. You know, I I I, I was <laughs> yeah. I was really I'm like this guy is is something else, and. You know, you see, you see a guy have a sophomore slump, but it looks like it's a little bit more prolonged. And now it's to the point where the Lakers at one point, like, we're not trading this guy. Now they're like, we can't get nothing for him. What happened to him? Well, I think he's another one of those guys where, you know, playing on a team with expectations just doesn't always work. Uh, you know, truthfully, as somebody that roots for and watches the Lakers, I would have preferred to have Alex Caruso back than THT, um, especially at the price that we had to pay THT, which is like somewhere around like $13 million a year. Um, he's probably one of those guys who get traded to, you know, a, a team that isn't winning right now, go put up some good stats. But he's, he's not the guy that is going to be a difference maker on a championship caliber team at this stage of his career. He can do, you know, a a lot of good things as far as putting the ball in the basket on the offensive end and, you know, kind of help play make a little bit. But um, a lot of defensive lapses and just, again, some guys just can't handle that pressure when it comes to playing with, you know, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and having to live up to those expectations every night. Uh, quick thoughts. I see that the Clippers traded for uh, Norman Powell, and I think they, they moved Eric Bledsoe. Does that make the Clippers better? It makes the Clippers better, but they're they're in a tricky spot this year because as quiet as it's kept, Paul George probably isn't coming back this season. Um, if he was a baseball player, they'd have ruled him out and scheduled his Tommy John surgery already. Um He's probably not coming back. You're probably not getting Kawhi. Norman Powell and Robert Covington kind of help keep your team afloat this year so that you don't completely bottom out, which for them is a little bit of a motivation because they don't have their draft pick anyway. Um, they'll be okay, probably in that you know play-in range in the West, maybe 
be able to claw their way back to a six seed, but I don't think they're making any championship noise this year. All right, that is the voice of Josh Price. Check him out on the Price Check on the Real in the Zone Network, also with Origin A Train Lane. Brother, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Hey, man, always, always a pleasure. And, um, of course, you know, as you say, city to city, state to state, worldwide, but we're keeping it local today. <laughs> you know, we, we definitely got to, you know, tie in and. Uh, family atmosphere is definitely in the studio today here with the network. 100%. And listen, we got the page is up. Check us out, man, on our webpage. We're going to be blogging. We're going to be writing. And listen, we're just going to keep providing people with contact content. And tune in, tap in, subscribe. And I know I may have spelled it wrong, but even, you know, when you spell check, there are misspelled words, you know, <laughs> right. so I know how to spell. I'm not, I'm not a dummy. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is the network. For neighborhood fun and great pizza, stop by at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. It's just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery at the corner of Arsenal and Lim. Check out either their original hand-tossed pizzas, which are baked with mozzarella, parmigiana, and Mediterranean oregano, or their thick-crust Sicilian pizzas baked in olive oil along with Sicilian tomato filet sauce and Mediterranean oregano. They also have panini sandwiches, soups, and salads that can go along with your meal. You can also stop in for their brunch every Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Cafe Piazza also brings fun to the neighborhood next door with the Benton Parkade, an entertaining spot filled with pool tables, arcade games, darts, and more. So head on over to Cafe Piazza and the Benton Parkade, located at 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp. Open Monday to Thursday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday from 11 a.m. to midnight, Saturday from 10 a.m. to midnight, and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Kalia Collier. We're trailblazing right now, Arlington. Uh, I think what Carolyn is doing with this club is a testament. What I've done with the surge and now being able to work alongside of such phenomenal leadership uh, is we have to stay the course right now and then we have to pay it forward uh, of being able to provide those opportunities for other women in leadership to be able to have a seat at the table and that's what our next generation is looking at right now on the in the zone network